Hello, Morongo Basin and listeners around the world online at Z1077FM.com. This is your Z1077 local news for Saturday, November 4th, 2023. As a convenience of the modern age, most of us don't have to worry about rolling back all the clocks an hour on Sunday morning for daylight savings time. However, if you still have timekeepers that need to be changed the old-fashioned way, here's your yearly reminder to fall back an hour on Sunday morning. This may magically grant you an extra hour of sleep, but also means shorter days are on their way, with the darkness of night creeping closer and closer to the evening hours until it peaks at that winter solstice on December 21st, the shortest day of the year. From that point on, the daylight hours will get longer until we spring our clocks forward again in March of 2024. The High Festival continues this weekend with a number of fun, family-friendly events at the Joshua Tree Retreat Center. With a look at what's happening this weekend, here's party animal Jeff Harmatz. For the second year, the High Festival celebrates Latinx culture in all its traditions, dance, film, food, music, theater, and community, with events happening throughout November. The festival continues tonight with Caminando, a dance work by choreographer Liliana Gomez. Presented by the Latina Dance Project, the piece focuses on themes of love and migration and will be accompanied by live music by Maribel and Jesse Sims. The event starts tonight at 6.30 p.m. and tickets will be available on a sliding scale from $10 to $30. Tomorrow at 1 p.m., the High Festival will present a free screening of the new animated classic Encanto and there will be a prize drawing. Also tomorrow at 3 p.m., there will be a tamalada with Ray Rodriguez. The chef will teach kids and adults to make tamales while listening to traditional music. Tickets for adults are $20 and kids are $10. Come hungry for this one. You can buy tickets to the dance and food events at hay-festival.com. Reporting for Z1077, I'm Jeff Harmatz. The Weed Show is sprouted back up today and tomorrow at the Old Schoolhouse Museum in 29 Palms. Opening today at 12 noon after judging has been completed and the ribbons are awarded, the show will go until 4 and then be back open starting at 10 a.m. on Sunday. If you're unfamiliar with the folk art show now in its 83rd year, we have a short history and past coverage of the show at this story on our website, z1077fm.com. But to get the complete picture, head on down to the Old Schoolhouse Museum in 29 Palms. It's at 6760 National Park Drive, right off Highway 62. Also happening tonight in 29 Palms, a killer library fundraiser threatens to be a deadly good time. If you think you've got what it takes to solve a murder mystery, you can do so while helping raise money for literacy in the high desert. The Friends of the 29 Palms Library are holding a fundraiser event where attendees will be invited to solve the murder of a sleazy land developer at his 60th birthday party in a 29 Palms focused story. You can enjoy laughs, prizes, and a delicious dinner all in support of next year's summer reading program and other community events at the 29 Palms Library. The fun begins tonight at 5.30 and you can purchase tickets by calling Tina at 760-219-3405 or Debbie at 760-401-0553. We'll have those numbers at this story on our website. The Joshua Tree National Park Art Expo kicks off its 11th annual exhibition today. Arts and entertainment reporter Charlie Thomas breaks out his scarf and dark glasses. 64 artists have been selected for the 11th annual Joshua Tree National Park Art Expo juried exhibition in November. The 64 artists and artworks, inspired by Joshua Tree National Park in three categories, two-dimensional art, three-dimensional art, and photography, were selected from submissions by 140 artists from across North America. The art will be eligible for awards totaling $4,000, including a Best of Show, plus an Honorary Superintendent's Award to be selected by Joshua Tree National Park Superintendent Jane Rogers. Opening 
weekend will be Saturday and Sunday, November 4th and 5th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the 29 Palms Art Gallery with an art market, artist booths, live music, food, and beverages. An awards reception will take place on the gallery patio Saturday, November 4th from 4 to 7 p.m. Admission is free. Reporting for Z1077, this is arts and entertainment reporter Charlie Thomas. Brisk fall weather means cooler mornings, so break out your best cozy clothes and head out to the Landers Open Air Market tomorrow morning starting at 8 a.m. and going until noon. An eclectic mix of artists and vendors will be posted up in the Moose Lodge parking lot, offering their unique high desert wares that make great gifts for the upcoming holiday season. If you have something to sell, come on over. The Open Air Market is free to anyone who wants to sell their homemade goods. The Moose Lodge will also have their usual Sunday breakfast from 8.30 to 10, followed by a last pocket pool tournament at 11. If you have any questions, you can contact Randy. Randy at 760-974-6475. The veterans of foreign wars in Joshua Tree will also be holding their monthly breakfast tomorrow morning from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. down at the Joshua Tree VFW at 6402 Veterans Way in beautiful downtown Joshua Tree. Also, mark your calendars. They'll be holding a Veterans Day dinner on November 11th. All veterans are welcome. The Johnson Valley Improvement Association is having a turkey dinner tonight starting at 6 p.m. with doors opening at 530 According to the JVIA, local legend has it that in the early days when small homesteader cabins were the norm, there wasn't enough space for a proper Thanksgiving feast. So those early desert residents headed down to the community center for a first Saturday event called Turkey Dinner. That tradition continues today with a feast that features a real deal turkey with all the trimmings, plus traditional desserts for only $15 per adult or $8 for kids 12 and under. Stay after the dinner for the JVIA general meeting. You don't have to be a JVIA member to attend any event at the community center, but everyone is welcome to join the association for the upcoming year. That's happening tonight, starting at 5.30 at the Johnson Valley Community Center. It may be warmer this weekend, but a predicted wet winter and cooler temperatures have eased county fire restrictions. With more information, here's Gabriel Hart. The Bureau of Land Management's seasonal fire restrictions are no longer in effect in the California Desert District, which means campfires and target shooting may now resume on BLM-managed public lands. Use of campfires, barbecues, and gas stoves on BLM-managed public lands within the California Desert District are allowed with a valid California campfire permit. During red flag warnings and fire weather watches, as determined by the National Weather Service, all recreational target shooting and use of campfires will be suspended to reduce the potential of unintended wildland fire ignitions. Reporting for Z1077, this is Gabriel Hart. A close relative of the Mojave Desert's charismatic kangaroo rat has been granted protections under the California Endangered Species Act. The San Bernardino kangaroo rat is a subspecies that lives in approximately 3,200 acres of habitat west of the Morongo Basin, ranging from the San Bernardino Valley to Menifee Valley in Riverside County. Facing the ongoing threat of climate change and land development, the diminutive subspecies has officially been listed as an endangered species by the California Fish and Game Commission, joining other threatened species such as the bighorn sheep and western Joshua tree. The San Bernardino variety is one of 19 subspecies of kangaroo rat, but you'll have to get up close to spot the differences. The San Bernardino kangaroo rat has four toes on each hind foot, while similarly sized kangaroo rats up here in the high desert have five. By listing the San Bernardino variety of kangaroo rat as endangered, the California Fish and Game Commission grants protections to the tiny creature's habitat as well as the species itself, which is meant to curb their declining population. You can see a map of their habitat along with more information on the tiny rat at this story at Z1077FM.com. And that's your news for Saturday. You can hear local news every day at 7, 8, 9, noon, 4, 5, and 6. More Morongo Basin residents get their local news from Z1077 than any other source. Reporting out of Joshua Tree, California, for the award-winning Z1077 News, I'm Robert Hayden.